Hello, this is Humphrey Littleton here with a selection of highlights from I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue 2003. What memories. Rather like Proust's Madeleine in A la Recherche du Temps Perdu, the slightest prompt can bring lost moments from the show flooding back, if ever I'm caught unawares. Now there's a sound that resonates with the spirit of I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue, as whenever we have a recording lined up, I want to be up bright and early. No point in wasting precious time in bed all morning, when I can happily doze during the show. I was reminded of the programme's new definitions round when I found the words marvellous, inspiring, joyous and mirthful all appeared in my cryptic crossword, which this year I managed to finish in a personal best time of just seven rounds. OK, teams, I'd like you to submit any new definitions of existing words that you may have spotted recently. Tony, would you care to start, please? Divergent and unsuccessful Welsh Lothario. <laughs> Veneer, Flemish painter of floorboards. <laughs> Insolent, fell off the Isle of Wight ferry. Graham. Splint, to run very fast with a broken leg. <laughs> Feckless, an unsuccessful Irish Lothario. <laughs> Telepathy, as when you can't be bothered to turn over the TV. Plebiscite, web page for common people. <laughs> Winch, a spanner belonging to Jonathan Ross. <laughs> Poppycock, a streaker on November the 11th. Hogmanay, someone who may be considered to have too large a collection of a particular Impressionist painter. <laughs> Copulate, the time it takes the police to show up in an emergency. Hindsight, Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> Gigolo, Jennifer Lopez running. <laughs> Counterpane, someone who works in the post office. <laughs> Spinach, skin irritation from sitting near Alistair Campbell. <laughs> oh. Leprechaun. A variety of wheat whose ears fall off. <laughs> Manoeuvre. A vacuum cleaner even men can work. <laughs> Fiverside. To kill a boy band. Pre-Raphaelite, one who leaves before the raffle. 
piston, someone who is taken advantage of. <laughs> Derelict, pleasant experience in Ireland. Cantaloupe, unable to run off and get married. Archery, lying. Scum, it has arrived. Aromatic, a handy gadget used by Robin Hood. If there's anything more evocative of the calm tranquillity that is Buxton than cool, natural spring water, then it can only be the calm tranquillity of our audience during the game called Royal Monopoly. The teams are going to play a board game now. Nothing new there. I've been playing a board game for 31, 31 years, man and boy. But this week we're playing a special game of Monopoly, which, in a fitting tribute to the Golden Jubilee of Her Majesty's coronation, is the royal version. Right, where's the dice shaker? It's his day off. <laughs> um... <laughs> <All right. laughs> Here we go. Woo, 17 the hard way. Right. <laughs> I'm the little corgi. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, sixteen, seventeen. The mall. Oh, I'll put a palace on that. <laughs> there we go. Right, Tim. Um, I think I'll be the carriage. Oh, Cornwall. That's <laughs> Is it me? Right. Good Lord, eleven. Oh, community chest. <laughs> you are Fergie. Go away. <laughs> is it my is it my go? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Five. One, two, three, four, five. Take it. <laughs> By the way, I should have said I'm the golf cart. Um, chance. Uh, speeding fine, pay 50. Oh, sorry, sir, I didn't know it was you. <laughs> Here we go. Be lucky. One. Chance again, I can't oh, believe it. God. Improve image, go back three centuries. <laughs> I was just going to ask, because I've never played this game in my life, how does it end? <laughs> With a republic. The next game is called What's the Link? 
I'll present the teams with a series of names from various list-based trivia books which I have had thoroughly researched and shamelessly pillaged. The teams should try to guess what these people have in common. So, for example, if I were to list Gordon Brown, Charlotte Green, Lionel Blue and Scylla Black, the teams would immediately work out that they were all named after snooker balls. <laughs> Barry, how about you? Can you please connect God, Pudding, Charlie's, Cheese and Beards? <laughs> This is the Reader's Digest version of the Old Testament. <laughs> God, obviously. Pudding, manna from heaven, in a, you know, in its original form. Charlie's, Jezebel and subsequent temptresses. And uh, beards, practically everybody. <laughs> Reader's Digest version of the Old Testament. You left out cheese. Oh, no, <laughs> yes. No, but he had the pudding. Charlie's, <laughs> yes. Cheese was manna from heaven, and Charlie's were the temptresses in the Old Testament. I'm uh, here to tell you, as they say nowadays, that they're all examples of public school slang. God is a sixth-form boy at Eton. Pudding is something very easy. Charlie's is Winchester slang for thick gloves made of twine. Cheese is a dandy, and beards is an exclamation of surprise at the Lees School. I'm just thinking, I was in the sixth form at Eton and I seem to have missed out somewhere. Were you a fag? I was Lord Carrington's fag. Good and gracious. I told, and I told a, an interviewer on American television, coast to coast. <laughs> and the late Liberace was on the phone before I got out of the studio. What connects the hen, the bear, the queen, the drum roll, the surprise and the miracle? Oh, uh, these are all sexual positions. <laughs> the hen um, and the bear are self-explanatory, really. Um, the queen is the woman on top, but waving. The drum roll is one strictly for exhibitionists. Um, <clears throat> surprise, also known as the soap in the shower. And, uh, the, and the miracle, I don't think we need expand upon. <laughs> even, even if we could. They're all symphonies by Haydn. Ah. <laughs> oh. Seagulls. What memories of our visit to Torquay they conjure up? In fact, seagulls comprise the only memory I have of our visit to Torquay. Well, next up, we're going to play one of the many party games I used to enjoy as a lad. Back then, our favourite was undoubtedly Pass the Parcel. My pals and I would sit around taking turns to unwrap a large package, each of us eager to get to the gift inside. Oh, what happy days we enjoyed working at the sorting office. <laughs> This week's party game is called Musical Chars. It's just like Musical Chairs, but with a one-letter spelling mistake. 
so teams think yourselves lucky you're not playing beggar my neighbour. Now... <laughs> Now, the, the theatre management asked the teams to leave the premises as they found them. Actually, they asked them to leave the premises as soon as they found them. <laughs> but anyway, this place is in a bit of a state and requires a good clean, so the teams have been provided with various cleaning implements to get the job done. Tim, you can have the vacuum cleaner. Thank you. Can I just get the plug out? Graham, you can have the dustpan and brush. There's a bit over there as well. <laughs> Barry, you can have the mop and bucket. You spend most of your time there anyway. <laughs> it's the ferret and squeegee. You know that. <laughs> this is me. And Jeremy, you can have the spray polish and assorted wipes. Polishing the table with sooty there. Right, now, on my command, Colin Sell will start to play the piano and the team should begin cleaning. But when the music stops, the teams must cease their cleaning. Anyone caught cleaning after the music stops will be disqualified. Eliminated players may challenge and I'll carefully consider their protests before rejecting them out of hand. Okay, would you start us off now, please, Colin? I think you've just but overshot the runway there a little bit. <laughs> There's a bit in the corner I'd missed. I'd, okay, I own up. It's a fair call. Okay, there's only three of you left now. Colin. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I drank a lot of mineral water before the show. <laughs> Was that I, you, Jeremy? I'm afraid it was. Well, well. I think this would be better on television. <laughs> that leaves two of you. Yes. Let's hurry through this. <laughs> Colin. <laughs> You were told. Graham's oh, had his hands on my wet ones. <laughs> Not being done. <laughs> stubborn stain. So Graham's out. So it, gosh, this is that exciting. leaves only you, Barry. Carry on, Gra uh, Colin. <laughs> Cathedral choir, very much like the one we heard at Winchester. 
how good it was to see them in our audience and how polite of them not to heckle noisily during the team's performance at the Theatre Royal. Unlike the teams during the choir's performance at Evensong. We take a refreshing look at the lives of celebrities next in an exercise called In Their Own Words. I brought along a selection of magazine interviews with certain famous people which have short sections missing. The team's task is to use their skill and judgment to determine what the original words might have been. OK, your turn, Tim and Sandy, and for you I have the words of Anne Widdicombe. <laughs> Can you guess the missing sections in this piece? I absolutely hate getting up in the morning. It's only achieved with very considerable effort and the aid of three... Burly dockers. <laughs> alarms. Oh. If I've ignored the first alarm, the second starts. I ensure the third alarm is... Under my arse. <laughs> yep, I believe that. Placed at a very great distance from me, so I have to get up to deal with it. So you were right, Sandy. <laughs> I tend to miss the first bit of the Today programme, but I listen to the second from the... Shaving mirror. <laughs> well, shower. From the shower. All right. In the morning, I look in the mirror, and sometimes I see dark... Bristles. <laughs> patches under my eyes. I wash my face with soap and water. I only use moisturiser, if I remember, and I wash my hair. I can't... <laughs> I can't, I can't, I've, got this, I've got this picture in front of me. <laughs> well, turn it over. <laughs> that's, that's worse. <laughs> Each morning I'll spray myself with my favourite cat. Miss Dior perfume. I use Max Factor foundation and powder, and applying it takes... Three years. <laughs> well, five minutes. Then I throw everything into my handbag so I'm ready to walk out of the door. My mother is always saying, that bag will... Become Prime Minister one day. <laughs> Put your shoulder out. I've always had fabulous legs. I still do, although I never see them. <laughs> Wax them. I'm happy single. I don't need sex in my life. I can do quite happily without it. I would need a lot of persuading to start. Oh, go on then. Oh <laughs> Fiddling around. I must love it. I must love that. Fiddling around. <laughs> I came into politics to fight socialism. I hate socialism. Fortunately. So does Tony Blair. <laughs> hmm. Whenever I hear the sound of a fairground nowadays, I'm transported back in my mind's eye to Eastbourne and the comedy roller coaster the teams produce there. An incredibly real sensation. 
roller coasters always make me feel sick. Okay, so you now, Barry, would you please sing the words of Barbara Ann by the Beach Boys to the tune of Tchaikovsky's Piano Concerto Number One. <laughs> Would you please sing the words of How Much Is That Doggy in the Window to the tune of Bob Dylan's Blowing in the Wind? <laughs> How much is that doggy in the window? Woof, woof, the one with the waggly tail. How much is that doggy in the window? Woof, woof. I do hope that dog is for sale I don't want a bunny or a kitty I don't want a parrot that talks I don't want a bowl of little fishes You can take a goldfish for a walk Would you please sing the words of the ugly... And finally... Oh, that's unfair. Oh, no. <laughs> and finally, Harry, would you please sing the words of the ugly duckling to the tune of Harry Nilsson's lovely Without You? I'll have a go. There was once an ugly duckling with feathers all stubby and brown And the other birds said in so many words Get out of town, get out, get out, get out of town And he went With a quack and a waddle And a quack in a flurry of hide down That poor little ugly duckling went wandering far and near But at every place they said to his face Now get out Get out of here And he went with a quack and a waddle and a quack And a very unhappy cheer All through the winter time Ashamed to show his face <laughs> Afraid of what others might say Ah, the golden age of the steam railway 
How I longed to be back in Darlington while the teams visited Eastbourne. The silliest questions are often posed by young children. In fact, our own Barry Cryer used to ask so many stupid questions as a youngster that his mother took him to see a child psychologist. But when he couldn't help, she took Barry to an adult one instead. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, teams, we have a child on a live link-up who is ready and waiting to ask a series of questions for you to provide the answers to. Okay, first question our child wants to ask is for you, Graham, and it's this. How are babies made? Babies? Ah, well, a stork flies out of the gooseberry bush and Daddy is so amazed he doesn't notice the milkman nipping in the back door. (laughs) Okay, now you, Jeremy. Here's a, a rather tricky question for you to have a go at. Why did my cat die? Well, your cat didn't exactly die. It went to live with Jesus, who has a small flat under the compost heap. (laughs) Tim, let's see if you can answer this baffling question. Why aren't the goodies on anymore? Now, that's the first sensible question you've asked. Why? Well, we've been trying to get at the root cause of this, um, but you'll be pleased to know there is a DVD available for Christmas. Why? (laughs) Because there's such a demand for it. Why? (laughs) Because it's such a great show and it's so reasonably priced. What a little (laughs) grab. I'm rather warming to that kid. <laughs> what a little brother. What are those people laughing at? I don't know. <laughs> Why? You're asking the wrong person. Finally, Barry, here's one last question for you. What does gay mean? Ask your auntie Norman. The next game goes by the name of Cheddar Gorge. Why? <laughs> Titles of games are taken from... <laughs> Tell you what, I'm unnerved by this <laughs> absolutely dreadful voice coming from my room. Why? <laughs> Come back, Herod, all is forgiven. (laughs) Well, as we draw this compilation to a close, I'd like to wish every I'm sorry I haven't a clue listener a happy and peaceful New Year. But sadly, I'm told the show is coming back after all. And so, ladies and gentlemen, as the hamster of time spins round on the wheel of eternity and the lorry driver of fate makes a mental note to scrape it off later... I notice it's the end of the show. We'll be back in the new year for more of the same, so from the team, Samantha and myself, it's goodbye. 
Barry Pryor, Graham Garvin, Tim Brooke Taylor, Jeremy Hardy, Sandy Toxvig, Harry Hill, Tony Hawkes and Ross Noble were being given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton, with Colin Sell setting some of them to music. The programme consultant was Ian Pattinson, the producer was John Naismith.